0: I cry, ship ahoy. Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time, Brother Munn speaking. I program here called the Mariner's Call. What a blessing it is for us to be with you by means of radio. We say us. I'm speaking for those. Uh, who take and think about Fishers of Men Ministries International? All those who are behind the scenes—that's here. It's our honor to be with you, and we do say welcome aboard. We say ahoy, also, as we have on our intro in the Book of John, John chapter ten. Some thoughts here. In fact, we'll say this: some truths from a door. Our Savior here in the passage to illustrate his position and his power and his work. He does so by talking about a sheep, a sheepfold, and a shepherd. And then something about the sheepfold in verse 7 and verse 9 that's so elementary and so clear, there's no way to miss it. And yes, the majority even of the Christian world, so to speak, missed what's being said here. John chapter 10, verse 7, and also verse 9. If whoever can be, if any, help to you, a blessing. If we can uh, take and answer some questions, we'd be desirous of doing so. An easy way to correspond with us is just by the computer. If you have access to a keyboard, it's just F-O-M-M dot, that little period, and an O-R-G. You can come directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. We usually leave a few seconds left for our announcer to give you an address whereby you can correspond with us at the end of the program if you'd like to write to us. Uh, uh, The snail mail, uh, in the sense of the the slow way. Uh, Thank you for those letters, by the way. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for being my friend. John chapter 10, in verse 7 it says then said Jesus unto them again it says verily verily I say unto you he said I am the door of the sheep it just says in verse 9 I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastures now how clear how clearer could you ask the savior to preserve something for us here, as far as we think about the written word of God. All right, what does our Savior liken himself unto? My friend, if he's the sheepfold, my friend, he is the door of the sheepfold. I am the door. How do you get into the sheepfold? All right, he said, through the door. I am the door by me. If any man shall enter in, he shall be saved. Now, can I not teach that to little children? Cannot illustrate that? to little children there's some truths here from a door that we can see uh, as we look into this passage at this particular time that sh- that, that's, that has such depth to it and yet it's so shallow my friend in the sense uh, of being able to understand to be understood and to be comprehend for us to comprehend i try my best to keep things very simple because that's the way my mind usually works Concerning our Savior, truths from a door. Now, I appreciate the work of our Lord. Once again, here in our text, we have him telling us about himself. And he illustrates his position, once again, and his power and his work by talking about a sheep, a sheepfold, and a shepherd. Now, I'm glad he put it on that kind of level. And uh, so that we can comprehend, we can understand. Many times our Savior is likened to different things. He's likened to the Lamb of God. So we can study some things about a sheep. He's likened unto a lion. He's likened to, he's called the lily of the valley, which gives to us beauty. And we think about uh, the aroma and just to be around our savior. And here he said, I'm the door. So I can look at some things about a door and make some application spiritually as we look at this door physically. He said, I'm the door of the sheep. What's a door for? What's it for? It marks an access or an approach or an entrance into usually some type of building. The building that I'm in, the studios and offices of Fishers and Men Ministries International or is in the all-purpose building here in the, the north side of the Fisherman Baptist Church, which sits right here on the Bon Secours River. And as far as this building is concerned, if you're going to enter into this building, you have you can go by the west by the south, by the north, by the east. North, south, east, west, there is a door that's into the side of this building. And you can go in one of those doors. Now, we think about our Savior and his position, as far as heaven is concerned, a little different. Not, not like this building. You said, what do you mean? I've talked to people, that they say, Brother Mon, well, you have your way and I have my way. and No, 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 it's not my way and your way. Oh, I, I can't have a way. Jesus said in the book of John, John chapter 14, and it's so clear. And I know many of you have trusted that way. Jesus talked about the Father's house. In fact, he said, "I'm going to go there." He said, "In my Father's house are many mansions." Or not, so I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And the 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 disciples get all upset, and they said, "We don't know. We don't know where you are going, and uh, and how do we know the way to the Father's house?" And one of the most elementary of verses that goes right in hand with John chapter 10, verse 7 and verse 9. Jesus said, the way into the Father's house. Jesus said, I am the way. How could he say that? Because he's the door. My friend, if we can visualize as far as the portals of glory, there there is a door. A lot of people call it a gate. And they got old Simon Peter at the gate, you know. Oh, he's inside the gate. He's not there at the gate, you know. Uh, Jesus is there because he is the door. And the only way to get into the borders of glory is to go through that door. I've had people say, Brother Munn, I've, uh, I've prayed a prayer. prayer. Prayer don't get you in that door, my friend. Jesus has to open that door for you. You've got to ask that that door be open. A lot of people said, I believe. Just believing that that door is there, that's not going to help you either. You know? You've know. got to make it personal. I believed one time that uh, uh, a young lady that was singing in the choir, I believed it one time. I said, with all my heart, you know, what happened? I fell in love with a young lady. And uh, I believed and tried to, by faith, my friend, visualize this person becoming my helpmeet, my wife. But you know what happened? There came a time where I quit believing. You said, What are you talking about? I ask. <laughs> I ask. And my friend, she became mine personally. Do you have a personal Savior? Is he your personal friend? Jesus is likened to a door, and a door marks an access or an approach or an entrance into something. I trusted Jesus to be my Savior. That door opened for me. In 1966, I'm on the inside now. And now that I'm on the inside, that door provides for me protection. Isn't that good? It's not only an entrance. He's an entrance into heaven. But my friend, he provides for protection. As far as the sheep is concerned, uh, here in, if I would keep reading, like in verse 12, it says, Who's on, the sheep or not, seeth the wolf coming. A wolf. That's the friend of the sheep, correct? Amen. And I can almost hear some people say, "Amen." You didn't hear good. <laughs> the wolf is not the friend of the sheep. The wolf is the enemy. All right. Now, what could keep the wolf out? Ah? Uh-huh. We think about the Savior because He's the door. You can't get in any other way. You got to go through the door. You know. Uh, hence, the Savior is going to keep the wolf out. So, the Savior is my protection. It's not my own good works. It says in the book of, uh, it's old Simon Peter himself, First Peter chapter 1. He says, who are kept by the power of God. What? I'm kept saved. I'm kept protected by the power of God. Not the power of Wayne Mund. You know, as far as the work of the Holy Spirit in Ephesians 1 and Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about being sealed unto the day of redemption. I'm on the inside, my friend. All those who are saved are on the inside, and on the inside we have protection. You know, there comes a time where this Savior that offers himself as a door or as an entrance into heaven, you know, there's come a a time where as far as that door is concerned, it's not going to open. It's not going to remain open. You said, what do you mean? The door's going to be shut. Doors can be shut? Why, of course. Doors can be shut? Yes. We think about in Genesis chapter 6, remember? There Noah, you remember the ark, you remember how Noah was a righteous man. God spoke to him, building this ark. He was obedient in doing so, and yes, many many years. Perhaps he stepped to the bow of that old boat and preached to the people and said, "Oh, would you come in? Oh, would you consider coming in? Oh, before the flood, uh, you know, God's going to warn us. Would you come in? Oh, he was just a jo- Noah. They told a lot of Noah jokes in Noah's day, but oh, did he keep." the judgment of God from falling? No, it didn't. Did he keep it from raining just because they did not believe? No, no. You said, what happened? There came a time where Noah and his family went in that ark and the animals and others could have come. But there came a time where the door was shut. It said, God shut him in. No, it didn't shut the door. God shut him in. Can you imagine what took place when the windows of heaven was open, can you imagine the knocks on the side of that ark? Hundreds of people began to say, please let us in. Let us in. Knock and let us in. It was too late. Doors can be locked. Doors are made to use. Verse 9, they're made to use? Yes. What's a door for? It's made to be used. Now, there are fake doors. I certainly understand that. There are pieces of furniture, cabinets where it looks like there's a door there, but it is really just a fake, you know. As far as the Savior's concerned, uh, the work of Christ is made to be trusted. Oh, we think about what Jesus did there on Calvary. Oh, it's just not something I think about every once in a while. Or maybe just said, well, I, I, I believe in that. No, no, no. There's some depth to that. Doors are made to be used. It says here in verse nine, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, you're not listening. If any man enter in, it's made to be used. If any man enter in, you can't buy your way into that door. My friend, you can't beg your way into that door. You're not going to boast your way into that door. Uh, there's two reasons a person would go in. First of all, it has to do with the sovereignty of God. You said, what is that? That the shepherd wants you in. And it has to do with the free will of man. You want to be in. There was a time, my friend, the Spirit of God convicted me to the point whereby I understood my lost condition. And I wanted to be saved. Isn't that wonderful? You know, as far as the door, made to be used. Jesus with outstretched arms stands before the world today we could say with his hands his hands could well be the hinges to put hinges on the door you'd have to pierce the door his hands was pierced for me his side you know his brow his feet he's the door have you ever trusted that door Oh, if you've done that, oh, can I see you? Oh, I can see your smile, you know. You said, Brother Mona I've trusted Christ as my Savior. The door, yes, I've gone through that door by faith. One day, oh, to literally see that door open, to see the sky open. Oh, hopefully we think about the return of our Lord. Maybe it will be soon where the sky will be open and the portals of heaven open for us. And we'll be able to go by this one that's called the door. In John chapter 10, we have truths from a door. A door is an access, an entrance. Doors provide protection. Well, for us in our houses, it provides protection, not from just the enemy. We think about someone that would desire to hurt us, but also the weather. Doors can be locked. Doors are made to be used. Salvation, my friend. Oh, have you made it yours? Can you say, I know Christ is my Savior. He said, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door by, by me. If any man shall enter in, he shall be saved. I've trusted that door. Lessons from Adore, John chapter 10. Until next week, Fisher Munn say goodbye.